Section 19 of The Progressive Woman, Volume 7, Number 75, October 1913. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Human work is man's, and woman's, too. Did you ever ask yourself why the whole field of human progress has been regarded as the exclusive realm of masculine activity? For centuries down to the present day, education, government, industry, art, and science have been considered male functions. Women's functions were supposed and are still thought to be embodied in submitting to man's whims, man's customs, man's needs, to the point of abject humbleness and drudgery. You will probably remember the time when the clergy, the press, and the politician were shocked into blushing indignation of the rosiest hue, because a woman, here and there, made naught a farcical man-made tradition, and entered a university, or attempted to write, create, and do things outside the sphere of domestic toil. What house one up from the pulpit that woman was doing an ungodly thing by attempting to participate in human work, in the world's work? What protestations and derision filled newspaper space foretelling the doom of eternal femininity? And the politicians, how concerned they were because politics is too corrupt a thing for women to meddle with. Selah. Today, Women are taking part in government, industry, education, art, and science. They are doing part of the world's big human work. They are proving that human work is not for man alone, that it is not a sex function but a human function for both man and woman. Meanwhile, the reactionary, ignorance-worshipping pulpiteer, editor, and politician are wondering why their prophecies have not come true. But the answer comes back to us with the message that social progress has no use for false prophets. End of section 19